Welcome to another episode of uh, the India Independent Films podcast. Uh, my name is Rahul Desai. I have with me my uh, good friend and fellow film critic for The Wire, uh, Tanul Thakur here today. Uh, both of us are going to discuss uh, an Amazon Prime show that released last week, Breathe Into the Shadows, which starred Abhishek Bachchan and Amit Saad. Uh, since uh, more than a week has passed, and given that the show had a major twist in the fifth episode, we are going to be discussing uh, the film today uh, with the twist, with the spoiler. So if you haven't seen the show and if you plan to watch it, uh, uh, stop listening right now because we're going to have a spoiler-filled sort of discussion. Uh, the good thing about uh, both of us being here today is for a change, uh, uh, both of us sort of have different opinions on something that was uh, on a show that was otherwise unanimously panned throughout. Uh, the <laughs> first season had mixed reviews. Uh, it, it had actually, a, I, I like the first season myself. I don't think, Tanul, uh, you watched the first season, right? Oh, I, I haven't, yeah. Yeah, so the good thing is that Tanul uh, liked this show, uh, liked the second season a little more than I did, uh, which uh, which is why, uh, you know, it's going to be uh, sort of interesting. Tanul, I read your review and, uh, you know, I really liked the review. It was extremely well written. And uh, and given that I was not of the opinion that you were of, it was even more interesting for me to read what you liked because exactly what you liked about the show in your review was exactly what I disliked. So uh, why don't we start with you as to your reactions to the show first and how you sort of went about the review? Yeah, I mean, first of all, thank you uh, for your kind words. Uh, I mean, and I, I like b- uh, before I answer your question, I think uh, it's actually one of the best compliments that somebody can give like a, a film critic. I mean, beyond the fact that like, uh, as you said, it was well written and things like that. Just the fact that like, you know, I mean, and I'm sure you also like, you know, uh, would like highly appreciate like a comment like that because I think the whole point of like I mean writing a piece of film criticism or engaging with a, with a film or a web series is not just about that like you know it's about like a, a simplistic binary assessment of like you know yay or nay or like you know I liked it it was awesome or it was uh, awful I think the whole point is like you know just putting your opinions out there and like with a certain degree of some serious analysis so that like people can actually, I mean, uh, read the reasons for themselves and be like, Acha, this is why this worked for me or this is exactly why this won't work for me or like did not work for me or whatever. I mean, uh, yeah. as you would know, like, you know, uh, something like Breathe kind of like makes the whole thing of reviews moot in itself uh, because like, you know, I mean, there's such a huge twist that comes uh, uh, at like the, almost at the midpoint of the series that uh, you don't even know that like, you know, how how to even uh, process it. Like, you know, and yeah. we had like a, a small discussion like before I started uh, to write my whole thing. Okay, so coming yeah. back to your question, I mean, hmm. you know, <clears throat> my whole thing was that after a really long time, actually, I mean, and you know, it's kind of unfortunate that it has kind of come in a series that's almost been universally panned or like, you know, kind of like not been like liked, uh, so to speak, uh, yeah. was a show that I found absolutely fascinating. Now, again, uh, fascinating is a word that is almost sans judgment. Like, you know, I mean, it's something that is just like of uh, very interesting. It, it's something that's really bad can also be really fascinating. So, uh, and for after a really long time, actually, I found some thing and obviously I wasn't expecting like much from it to be really honest uh, mm. but I as the as the twist comes uh, and like the show kind of like turns on its head I was re- after a really long time and, I, and I've seen like as any other critic uh, does like uh, we see good films we see bad films we see really bad films and we yeah. see really good films but like you know uh, that kind of like uh, 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 pan of judgment is kind of like almost it's either this or that, right? So I, for me, it was an intense cerebral exercise. And I, after a long, long time, actually, I could see myself seeing something, you know, I was like, wow, this is doing something to me. And mm. I don't know how to like uh, process it. And sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll be rambling a bit. But yeah. like, since there are only two of us, yeah. you have to suffer. Uh, so, uh, so the thing is, uh, so I mean, like I'll just cut the crap and and and, and just disclose the uh, yeah. uh, the twist here. So you know, I mean, uh, 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 for viewers who have already seen it, like you know, I mean, they know the twist. People who haven't, I'll just tell you, like in brief, the story. 
and like just telling the twist as well so <clears throat> it's about a uh, uh, an affluent uh, upscale psychiatrist in delhi this guy called uh, abhinav uh, avinash avinash yeah. avinash uh, sabarwal uh, and uh, his wife abha and they have a 6 year old daughter sia who gets kidnapped uh, now the kidnapper doesn't contact them for the first 9 months and then like they start to like get like these series of like uh, messages from them wherein like uh, avinash has to like uh, week after week he's supposed to like uh, murder someone or the other people he on the face of it at least doesn't know Yeah. uh and then like at the end of the fifth episode we find out that uh, the person like the kidnapper and the person who's been sending them these threats is avinash himself okay so uh you know the first five episodes i really didn't care for like you know i mean uh in fact i thought like the show was getting for me progressively worse like you know uh it's just like i thought that like the exposition was a little too much a little too on the nose there was just like a lot of things were just i mean uh, the leap of faith that like the screenplay uh, was asking you to take was just like wasn't sitting well with me it was it felt really contrived to me i mean the the easy way in which like you know uh, a so called respectable man just turns a murderer without any sense of like either remorse or guilt or any kind of like fear even like and not just him like his wife joins him in in this sort of like uh, uh, bloody game and all of that and it kind of like just becomes like that like you know oh acha like we are supposed to do this theek hai we'll do this because you know what a father will do anything for like you know uh, his family and, and 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 things like that so i really found it like uh, difficult to sort of be uh, with the show and i remember like being really restless by the end of like the fourth episode and the fifth episode also like you know i was it just wasn't sitting well with me but you know something i'll tell you like when that twist comes uh, it kind of like i mean uh, i mean just the fact that like uh, i hadn't anticipated the twist and all of that i mean uh, so that kind of like really revived the show for me uh, at least at a superficial level but also after that i mean uh i really liked uh, the fact that what it did uh, with its twist and what that twist meant but like i can just go keep talking about it but i'll just pause and i'll just first ask your uh, opinion about the first five episodes the twist and then yeah. we can like go back and forth uh, yeah. discussing like you know uh, what happened afterwards so yeah. so, my, so my experience basically uh, as soon as i started watching the show Uh, because you know i watched the first season and i've liked the first season it's a li- little difficult to be totally uh, uh, sort of unbiased about your judgment for the second season so the first oh. season i actually liked because you know armadavan is first of all like he actually gave a very uh, uh, very interesting performance say as compared to abhishek bachchan the situation is the same you know like it's a father willing to do anything uh, uh, to save their child they, except in the first season mm-hmm. Uh, it's like the child is suffering from a terminal illness and uh, w- what's more interesting about that plot i was basically directly comparing it for the first five episodes because uh, because the theme is the same and and the makers actually want you to sort of take that theme and uh, and admire what they've done with it in the second season and how they built upon it or not built upon it so the first season is Uh, because his child has a terminal illness the the plot more or less revolves around armadavan who's a football coach is a middle class football coach not an affluent guy in bombay who decides to uh, he makes the he makes the decision to kill people for his child in the sense his child needs an organ and he starts to kill people on the <laughs> organ donor list so his child uh, uh, sort of jumps up the list in the organ recipient list which i thought was very fascinating because uh, in my hmm. other one you sort uh, you, you you know you get that very ambiguous performance where you know for a fact that he's struggling with the morality of it unlike year where you know as you very rightly mentioned uh, avi in the second season sort of just goes about uh, killing the first guy especially the the uh, the shopkeeper the sikh shop that was uh, baffling like that is just that, plain bad writing i feel yeah totally and, and uh, even with the even with the lesbian uh, artist in artist. The, uh, the the second one that they go about killing you were looking for that remorse right in the characters you were looking for that remorse yeah. in avi given he's a psychiatrist of course after the twist you sort of try to join the dots and make sense that okay uh, sort of double life sort of dissociative identity disorder and stuff like that which 
which kartik calling kartik did also to an extent and more or less uh, try you know came the closest to succeeding for me uh, when it came to the whole mental mm-hmm. disability thing but but when i was directly seeing Uh, the first five uh, episodes of this season i felt like they had already made a few mistakes in the sense that first of all they got a third person technically in like a villain who's forcing the father to do what he's doing uh, like <clears throat> even if the villain is another side of avi himself uh, it's like avi is not making his own decision to, to do it so it makes him automatically a less interesting character because he's doing it out of desperation and he's doing it because you know for 9 months there's no contact and you don't see the remorse in Uh, him most of the time I, in fact i thought nitya menon's performance was far more interesting in that sense because you could see it when she was sort of uh, maybe sometimes you got glimpses of uh, her conflict when she was trying to seduce uh, uh, the woman that the second uh, death that they were going after so i i thought the first five episodes weren't great but i i didn't think they were bad in the sense that i was like okay if there's a third person this is a major cop out anyway it's not working because it's just they've they've taken all the good things of the first season and messed it up totally so when the twist came let me be honest like when the twist actually came and they showed abhishek's uh, reflection in that glass when he's looking at oh. his daughter who's abducted i was actually very impressed because first of all i didn't see it coming uh, most of us try to second guess you know show because we think we are really smart uh, most of the time oh. but i didn't see it coming and i was actually very excited for episode 6 because i'm like now the possibilities are endless and now the show can actually go in a direction where abhishek is or avi is actually maybe knowingly doing this and trying to throw everyone off uh, mm. for some reason we will find out over the next 6 episodes maybe he's actually a very twisted character because to be honest madhavan's was actually technically a twisted character he started to enjoy the and the way he was going about killing characters in the first season wasn't directly like avi does it here he was making all the deaths okay. look like a suicide which was very interesting uh-huh. uh, it actually worked on a very uh, basic morality level it worked wonders because he didn't want to uh, get his hand sort of uh, bloody in a sense so he was actually concocting situations that made them die either by suicide or by heart attack or something like that and that you can believe even there i had a tough time digesting the fact that this father suddenly becomes this very suave sort of planner like abhi uh, like abhi does in this one but when i found out that it's actually a mental illness and uh, it's the you know it's the did thing that they Uh, that there are two avis there's avi and j that is split personality basically uh, yeah. when i found that i sort of was pretty disappointed because you know in my opinion when a show <laughs> decides to go down the path of uh, say a mental disability uh, it walks a very very thin line because then it becomes it, it, it's so risky in the sense that the viewers are immediately looking for sort of immediate and and the thing is the rules are endless there right you can make up your own rules which are, which which is what i thought they were doing here i didn't think they were being very smart about the way they sort of created that other personality j and i know that you mentioned in your review also that the back story is actually added and i ex- i know exactly what you mean because they i knew what they were going for and i actually liked the fact that they were trying to put this down to childhood trauma and trying to not blame it on avi per se you know it is basically it's because of the world around us Uh, and i like that that was what they were trying to do but for me just the way they went about sort of creating this universe where jay <clears throat> knows about our life and avi doesn't know that jay even exists and you know like yeah things like that just didn't sit with me at all because you know after the fifth episode you immediately uh, operating at a heightened level of consciousness as a viewer okay because yeah, you know yeah. the twist you are suddenly like the, yeah and uh, you're wondering how the hell they carry this on for next six episodes and you know you're, yeah. you're sort of wondering that whether avi will sort of come to the fore at some level because there is literally a black and white here they don't want, it's almost like the filmmakers are trying to uh, very consciously avoid the gray because it's too complex for them so i thought that it was a bit of a cop out in that sense and for me uh, like on a very fundamental level the back story is the way it was executed the way uh, abhishek's performance sort of melded into that split personality thing did not work one bit i totally get 
why they would come up with that or the writing behind it but uh, <clears throat> you know um, i mean you can tell me a little about you know why you sort of like the backstory because i particularly hated the uh, the girl who is the the wheelchair laden girl uh, megna is she i don't know uh, who is basically <laughs> part wow. of- it's very interesting like i think all the things that i've liked about the show yeah. are, are are the ones that uh, you thing. haven't like uh, yeah. huh. I could so stand. so you know that's interesting but before i uh, before i share my like whatever i mean i actually had half a mind of like you know uh, i mean not half a mind like i actually wanted to read uh, your and polomy's uh, uh, pieces and actually like every uh, like a lot of other reviewers as well because like you know uh, uh, i i really wanted to like you know know that like why it didn't work for i mean it, it's uh, usually it's fine that like you know you like something somebody else doesn't and vice versa and all of that but here like you know these things are just like uh, uh, so uh, Uh, what do you call it like so polar uh, opposite like the reaction and they were pretty like you know i could gauge that like you and polumi were like very distinctly pissed right like yeah. so <laughs> i actually wanted to uh, uh, read just to sort of like just get an insight on like uh, how you guys engaged uh, with the thing because it's always very interesting and again like it's 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 very like uh, fascinating for me as like and forget like as a critic or whatever just as a viewer that like you know what uh, uh what people care for in a in a work of art whether it's a novel or a, or a, or a web series or or a or a film so anyway but but it's great that like uh, we are actually having this discussion anyway so uh, but before i answer your question i i would actually ask another question to you very quickly because um, uh, when you mentioned about like you know what the first season is about and all of that and kind of like sounds similar in a certain sense right like uh, like the motivation and like uh, uh, the ultimate identity of the villain and whatever so just the fact that having seen the first season and knowing that like you know i mean uh, the setup is similar even uh, the villain is similar and like even like uh, the cause of villainy in, in certain senses also like similar did, did you at any point guess before the twist came at the end of the fifth episode that like hang on uh, uh, this is just going the first uh, season route and maybe avi is the murderer uh, no i actually did, i could not guess at all in the sense that i okay. actually expected that there would be a third person which was terrible because there was a, literally a third person wearing a mask and that kind of yeah. i'm glad that they they sort of exposed it to be avi because that for me yeah. all redeemed the show in fact at the end of the fifth episode like it did uh, uh, for you also on some level because uh, till then the show was literally uh, doing away with every strength that the first season had because you know like of course you can look at the first season and say that okay uh, it's a little more complex and you know it's the same person doing it and deciding to do it and of course amit sad is also retained as the brooding cop you know so it's mm. sort of, uh, so amit sad in in your head, amit sad has already gone through the experience of the first season where he's actually managed to track down a father who would go to any extent to uh to to sort of save his child uh, so uh, so given that you know that about amit sad's character kabir uh, and the fact that he comes into the second season after you know whatever little stupid back story they made up of him getting jailed <laughs> for, like uh, for you know making an impulse sort of decision or mistake or whatever uh, you you know that 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 this is the same character who shifted from bombay to delhi big and he's gone through shit in bombay he knows it happened earlier it can happen again which is why i even though i really liked amit sad's performance and i know you said you didn't like it but i actually <laughs> yeah. like his performance across both seasons i thought he really pulled off the haunted look in this season uh, especially hmm. with the way he sort of observes people and especially because he has such a watchful gaze without really speaking much here and i thought it's a stereotype hmm. in general but he does it well because al pacino is normally known to do it in hollywood like this playing this yeah. wash pop alcoholic with a dark past and i thought amit sad was trying to sort of do that and more or less it was coming out but his character didn't work uh, totally because you know that he he can see it he should have seen it long back especially with the fact that avi decides to help the cops to throw them off a little uh, he decides to help them sort of track down this mysterious Uh, killer so yeah i didn't see the twist coming and i was actually quite excited after it which which is why maybe my expectations were raised to an extent and when i saw the whole mental illness uh, duality that they were using and they were literally making it a duality they were not leaving anything between the lines and i'm not going to act like i'm an expert on you know personality disorders and i'm not going to act yeah. like i'm expert on 
how this thing works but i know for a fact that they were winging it so that the premise was getting uh, could be interesting for the next six episodes i mean how the hell does avi not know about jay and jay knows about avi that i could just not get my head around yeah so that's a, again that's a that's a very interesting point and like as it turns out and uh, that in fact i would be uh, now everything from here on is hashtag #tmi but like you know i really have to like uh, spoil <laughs> the twist twist of my life to discuss the twist of this thing so actually yeah. you know once i was uh, uh, once i was done with the thing na i wanted to and i will actually discuss this show or like pass over to the therapist yeah. hmm hello ah yeah yeah so, sorry i got i got a call i think uh, you'll have to like edit this bit anyway sorry so as i was <clears throat> as i was saying that like you know uh, once i was uh, once i was watching the show and uh, and once i was done watching it as well i i i made like a mental note that i'll discuss this with my uh, with my therapist and, and actually i will uh, uh, especially mm. like the parts about centered on the dissociative identity disorder but like you know uh, there were parts uh, and and again like i mean i'm no uh, psychiatrist or um, a psychotherapist or whatever so so i i can't say for myself that like you know uh, whether whether those things uh, how true were they to like uh, the nature of these disorders and and, and things like that and that uh, and that uh, idea definitely did cross my mind but mm-hmm. i wasn't sure and to be honest it looked convincing enough for me at least like i couldn't say with a certainty or with reasons that okay i know why this is not working like you know i mean and and it really did cross my mind even while writing it that like you know a, i can't give an, uh, a medical opinion on it like i haven't even read about it or studied it like you know as a student or as whatever right uh but again it's it's an interesting thing like as to what we find credible in a piece of fiction and obviously like you know all of this is the sum total of our biases i am sure okay. the fact that like i'd started to enjoy it till a point allowed me to give it a benefit of doubt and the fact that like you know uh uh you were getting pissed off by like other things allowed you mm. to sort of like you know be on the other side of the fence like obviously these are just guesses but like anyway so i mean uh, <clears throat> so coming back to like now what worked for me and mm. uh, it's just like uh, it's fascinating because i mean again this all comes down to like a very central kernel of like film criticism or like even film watching for that matter is one word right biases like uh, yeah. biases and history so you know i mean it i mean i don't know it just feels like uh, weird because i just i just get a feeling that like i don't want to use words such as like i was destined to watch the show or like whatever <laughs> but <laughs> it just sounds really melodramatic and <laughs> untrue as well but yeah. you know you know how it happens that like uh, something that you have thought about and something mm. that you have thought about because something you have lived it and you have experienced it now i don't have a dissociative identity disorder yeah. let me just like <laughs> clear the doubt for all the <laughs> listeners out there but like you know i it's kind of crazy how much i've thought about it uh, and again like as i was saying i mean i won't be able to like talk about this uh, my experience to this without like going hashtag all tmi over it you know so yeah. i mean uh, so so let me go there now now hmm. the thing is uh, i as you know or whatever like um, i started seeing a therapist in 2016 and all of that and before that it was like just these like uh, went through the just years of like you know floundering and wondering and like not knowing what's happening and all of that and like this is something that i can tell you and obviously like there is obviously no uh, uh, consensus among like even people who are like you know uh, suffering from uh, some kind of mental health uh, mm. problem or like i won't even like uh, go to go on to call it a disorder which is say like a uh, multiple personality disorder dissociative identity disorder just things when like you know your life just feels like a sea of endless blue right like you just don't know what's happening and like whatever you know something that's so interesting and something like you know and and as we all know i mean and it kind of sucks that you are not depressed so like you have never been i suppose so i'll have to like kind of mansplain this to you but like you know the first thing that like uh, but even then you also uh, i'm sure uh, know that like you know depression and sadness are two different things and things like yeah. that right but i'll tell you something like 
you know what the first thing that came to me when i was trying to like struggle with this that like why is this happening with me uh what is this what should i do where should i go just like these endless questions you know the first thought that came to me was that there are two people in me i am not mm-hmm. kidding i am just mm-hmm. not kidding like you know and this is somewhere in 2015 or even 16 or whatever i had like and this is something like and as i saying like uh, obviously there's no consensus among like uh, even people like suffering from depression or whatever but i i can say this with some amount of certainty that a lot of people would say that they have at some point questioned their identity that yes. the, the fact that they say things like it doesn't quote unquote it doesn't feel like me anymore that like you know you don't feel you are yourself and i quite mean it almost literally here like you know you just feel that there is this some other person and and and, and the fact that like you know something uh, that really uh, frequently happens is this out of body experience that like you can actually see yourself uh, seeing you that like mm-hmm. you don't like it's this bizarre dissociation of like your identity yourself your like you know it, it it just feels very strange and like you know and then you try to like think and then it just becomes like uh, an an uh, endless frustrating quest to find your own self in a certain way like obviously i mean and uh, maybe we can debate and all ki like there is no one self we are different with different people we are different with our parents different with our partners different with our friends and all of that so not in that sense of like a some sense of a unified uh, like uh, oneness of uh, of being but still like there's uh, like we all agree to some this thing that okay this is a rahul desai that rahul desai mm. knows he is this is a tanul mm. thakur that tanul thakur knows and but like that kind of identification suddenly disappears yeah like you know you just yeah. there is just <clears throat> no way to like uh, to know ek to what's happening with you but also like there is this uh, sense of that who is this person who is this new person and what does he want and what like you know w- would make him happy or what would like or how can i like uh, uh, um you know like sort of like uh, liberate this person from me like you know how can i so you know i have like <clears throat> really thought about it like and it's kind of like so i mean so for me i mean the whole thing of like say duality or like this confusion and exasperation of self or like just like this this kind of like profound dissociation with your own self which comes from like a lot of profound sadness which has never yeah. been uh, which has never been healed wow this is way too tmi i think my therapist will be really proud of me but like no, you know so context. these things huh yeah it's context it's context i'm saying <laughs> so uh so these things have just like you know uh, uh been with me for quite some time and then you kind of get really desperate because you are like yaar ki abhi to everything is kind of okay that like you know i have good friends i have a job that i like i have like i have future plans i have aspirations and all of that and whatever but what's happening what's happening what's happening and then obviously like as a lot of people uh, would say and like uh, would attest and like uh, it also happened with me that like you know i for me uh this whole thing of like understanding who this person was or like whatever uh, the only answer to it wasn't like from way forward but it was from way back like just going back to childhood and like understanding like you know bunch of things like again like now i won't go into any more detail yeah. but like you know so these things really like uh, they stayed with me you know and and i'm sure like uh, you and anybody like uh, who has like an intellectual or any kind of even passing interest in cinema or arts uh, would know that like you know the stories that we care for right the stories that like that have been us uh, uh, that have been a part of us an important part of us of our experience we sort of long to see them on screen we kind of like all we actually want at some level is some kind of representation of our own selves or our own stories or our own experiences yes. on screen or in books or in like pieces even like you know in whatever form so yeah. i mean uh, first is that like you know uh, the thing that i was talking about bias and history that like when yeah. i see this right when i see that like uh, that jay is a different person and when i see that like you know jay is a different person and not <clears throat> it's not just because it's a plot gimmick the fact that yeah. jay had to become a different person because it was uh, i mean the whole thing was about like you know 
shielding a, a, a personality or a human being who was fundamentally incapable of grieving and when mm. you can't grieve or when you have not been able to grieve you mm. become somebody else uh, like a, you, you kind of get like a, a shield that like that just helps you protect it and like and so like you know for so i mean in certain sense that like uh, it's not uncommon for like say some depressed people or whatever to like you know uh, to say be drinking a lot or to say like indulge in any kind of escapist like you know or self medication mechanism like you know i mean uh, say uh, uh, turning to drugs or turning to like a lot of alcohol turning to like you know different kinds of like whatever which may not be potentially personality altering in such a, a drastic way as obviously that's there in the show but mm. if you see now like i genuinely feel that there are a lot of parallels between like mm. you know this and i what i really liked was the fact that like you know they really i mean <clears throat> for me this was actually a very fascinating and intriguing depiction of like a mental uh, disorder uh, or like a, actually not mental disorder of actually an unhealed trauma which mm. has just not been given space to like you know uh been healed properly and and what that can do to you obviously like the show really takes it to another level and for in that sense actually you know what and which is where like my bias and history may have come into play and maybe i'm giving it a benefit of doubt but i i uh, to be fair to myself i i thought that i saw enough evidence in the show itself to give it that is that like uh, more than like it being a literal thing of like this guy com- committing murders or like or, or this guy like compelling like his alter ego or whatever it is to like you know uh, commit murders and things like that for his own gain and all of that i just thought that it was a kind of like a metaphorical or an uh, metaphorical take on what happens when you don't allow yourself to grieve or uh, what happens when you don't have enough support mechanism in childhood or what happens like you know things such as say abandonment things such as that like you know when you really need somebody there's there's nobody there then what happens to that child how does that child grow up and things like that obviously to make it like to mold it into like a thriller and all of that they have like really dressed it up uh, in in many ways but for me fundamentally it was that story and which is why when uh, when i say that i was really like uh, uh very intrigued while i was like going back into like uh, when when the show goes back to the flashback and all of that and i know that uh, uh, you uh, didn't care for it that much uh, but you know for me i actually thought that like you know those little details those little like you know whatever were fleshed out well it it wasn't just like a flash in the pan that like oh look this is what happens now like we have a great twist and now just i i, I thought that the show was fairly invested in finding mm. where this trauma comes from in finding what how can you deal with this trauma and how does you fail your trauma and how your trauma fails you and things like that you know so <clears throat> i so i mean yeah i would say that it was a bit of both which is why i think i also mentioned in the review that if somebody now asks me that like how how is breathe and all of that i would just essentially say that it's both good and bad that like you know i mean there are the first five episodes don't work so mathematically you have like the first 35 40% of the show just out of the window like that obviously like some of the things uh were a smoke screen such as like lack of remorse and things like that uh, so not lack of remorse uh, that that's still a problem but like uh, some of the other uh, uh uh slip ups i thought like a plot uh, uh contrivances in like uh, plot which kind of get, get ironed out a bit like uh, with inclusion of that twist but as i yeah. said like even after like the fifth episode it was mm. just like the show was uh, like its protagonist you know it has like uh, it, it it plays on like multiple levels so uh, a, a, a part of it largely like uh, doesn't work but like a part of it i i really thought that like you know it was really smart for them and more than smart i mean i i, I found it really heartfelt and i was just like uh, i i just found like the parts in nanidal and things like that also shot really well i thought it was really like really immersive really like uh, uh uh sucking you in and 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 things like that but again like uh, so yeah that was my take sorry i i think i rambled on a lot no no actually you know what happened while listening to you even now even i sort of learned a lot of things in the sense not about the show itself 
but about uh, as you very rightly mentioned even at the beginning about the way uh, a lot of us look at art and look at uh, uh, certain things with certain perspectives and you know bias and history is a very good way to put it because uh, what is happening here is uh, we are not like people like me and people like you aren't exactly having a difference of opinion we are just coming from our uh, sort of very different perspectives uh, in the sense that i totally get that you would uh, immediately be invested in a show like this when you resonate with uh, even a thread of uh, the uh, mental health in uh, at least within a way or within of course they took it to another level it was heightened it was you know it was all over the place most of the time but i get that you chose to take the fundamental thread of uh, of what they were trying to do and you went with that because you know like personally if i uh, for example when i do see shows or movies that uh, say maybe talk about uh, i don't know introversion or about sort of alcoholism yeah. for that matter because there has been alcoholism in my family and even if it's mm. actually a even if it's actually a mediocre film or or say the film doesn't work on on technical levels or on a narrative level i will still come I'll away i'll give you a good example actually sorry i interrupted yeah. you i think rabne banadi jodi is a very good example for oh, like yes. you know anyway for, for <clears throat> the introversion thing for sure and and yeah. especially the duality that you that you know they it's also in this show so yeah and that yeah. is the movie that so many of course we know very well that that movie was of course panned by so many people and i for for the longest time could not understand why i was like i i am in love with that film ever since it released and i sort of resonated with it for reasons i did not understand till i was in my sort of late 20s early 30s like of course when it came mm. out i was so i i just like i just knew that i liked it and over time i sort of gained perspective and i understood why i liked it because you know the whole duality they speak of there is very resonant for people like me and and of course that doesn't mean that the people who hated the film are wrong and and it doesn't mean that you know just because i love the show i'm going around sort of uh, uh, sort of uh, shouting from rooftop saying you know you guys yeah. are not understanding the show uh, the movie you guys are not getting the beauty of it i'm not that guy because i know what it meant to me personally and i know dears in the gate did that for you too Uh, yeah like, absolutely I, yeah i remember reading your review and i totally understood the fact that you know why you would resonate with that film and why it didn't work for me at the same time because i, I it didn't come i it didn't i don't come from a personal space in that sense but uh, yeah and when you do see even a shred of yourself represented on screen the optim you know people say that you know we uh, like humans are cynical by nature but the thing is we will take that one shred that half a shred and run with that and want to see maybe the movie and the show for what uh, it's trying to do rather than what it ends up being you know because i i felt like with breathe also the fact that you like those flashbacks in nainital uh, and the fact that you know you saw uh, what they were trying to do is also because as you very rightly said like i switched off because i immediately uh, sort of once you don't personally resonate with a show or once you don't relate to it you immediately start going into things like oh is it working on a craft level oh the acting is so bad oh the camera work is terrible you start going on yeah. you know very superficial levels trying to judge a show then if you if the show does not engage you on a personal level the fact that it engages you on a personal level you sort of also decide to sort of uh, go over uh, you know you know sort of float over all the flaws which even i'm sure you see but they are not uh, you know as overwhelming as they should be because you know you choose to see a particular part of that show and it sort of uh, resonated with you and i'm glad you actually brought up uh, rabne banadi jodi because that that is actually a perfect example uh, at least from for me or even a uh, even a even if it was a mediocre film sort of dealing with like alcoholism but also i'd like to also ask you one or two questions now because given that there is a flip side to this right when you personally are invested in something like this even if it's a mediocre show even if it's an average show there are two things uh, for example when i see uh, movies about say intro about loneliness or about alcoholism or about something that i personally have experienced in my childhood i immediately mm. 
my senses are heightened in the sense i will then become more i will scrutinize the film or the show more immediately and i will take it uh, you know uh, almost as a personal sort of attack if it does it badly okay so because then yeah. the reaction is twofold right like if if it then if it goes wrong with it if it goes wrong with alcoholism i will be so pissed off i will be actually hating on the movie or the show more than uh, say normal people would who not experience what i have uh, so for you at least in in the perspective or like in context of breathe did you at any point feel uh, like because obviously you uh, immediately saw what they were trying to do and you wanted to see the show for what it was trying to do which is actually a privilege uh, when it comes from a viewer uh, viewing perspective but did you at any point feel like then there was more pressure on the show to sort of impress you or to not let you down yeah so i mean uh, this is a super question and i think like i was literally about to uh, uh, say something on these lines but you asked it so uh, that's great but before that like i'm so glad that you finally accepted uh, your alcoholism scene thank you rahul <laughs> like uh, years and years of drinking with you has not like uh, made you like you know uh, have not been able to coerce this truth out of you but well good anyway so moving on uh, so you know i mean uh, uh, as i said bang on uh, so what happens is but before that again like um, a preface so you know i mean um, this is uh, uh, like this whole kind of personal engagement uh, is a double edged sword in 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 a sense and like you know and again before that like a preface to a preface yeah. is that like uh, i think this is in in a certain way like and it's uh, strange that like a show like breathe has like uh, uh, made us uh, contemplate over this but this is exactly what film criticism is like for better or for worse like you know at the end of the day it is about and like i know that i'm 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 uh, just like uh, 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 repeating like something which is so like off quoted or cited or like you know it's almost like a cliche but i mean i would say it again that like at the end of the day it is one person's opinion one one yeah. person's opinion you know i mean and that opinion can be shaped because of n number of reasons you know like so i think that is really important and i really hope that i mean uh, that uh, if if there's anything that i would like to tell people uh, who have any kind of interest in film criticism or whatever no matter how uh, how much they have seen cinema no matter how sharp they are no matter how whatever they are I, i you know because it's something that a lot of people don't get and a lot of people are really like after you as to why like why did you not care for this or or why uh, why did you care for this or, or whatever it is right so i mean mm. so so that that now the second thing is that <clears throat> now it's absolutely almost impossible for you to separate the critic from the person right like at no point can can any or even a viewer like forget critic here like you know uh, it's, it's it's impossible for you to separate the cinephile from the person like at uh, uh, there are no clear distinctions as to like at this point like uh, tanul or rahul the person ends and now like the film critic or the film lover takes over right like it's all like a mesh it's all like it's all there and yet it's not like it, it's all you know it's 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 a whole mishmash of 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 things the personal and the professional personal and political whatever mm-hmm. so um so i think like then it becomes very interesting uh that like uh what's happening here that like are you liking it because you have like you know uh as i said thought about this before or like gone through this before or you have like a personal investment in it and all of that uh or is it because like is it really well made or is it because of the two you mm. know i and i thought about it and i thought about like you know kind of mentioning like a line or two uh uh in the in uh, in the review of breathe as well so that like the the reader would uh, would understand and like at the cost of sounding a little narcissistic i would just say that like you know i started my dear zindagi review discussing my uh, conversation with my therapist i mean not just as like and not because of a narrative gimmick like you know that oh i'll just put it right there and it's structurally so interesting and whatever like i'll be lying if i say that that thought did not come to my mind but i also would be lying if i said that like you know i thought if i didn't do that uh the whole experience of my experience of that movie and my response to it encapsulated in the form of a review would have been dishonest that i like in a subtle way i wanted to tell the readers that boss listen 
I have had this experience in my life, which is why I am responding to this film in a particular fashion. So it was kind of like a signal, like you know, like so. Uh, so I thought of uh, so uh, whatever Ram Kahani I told you about my life for the fifteen minutes in in, yeah. in this yeah. podcast. I actually wanted to sort of encapsulate that in a line or two in my review of Breathe. That look, kind of like yeah. a warning. That like, bhai, baad mein aake don't abuse me. That like, oh, tumne to ye kaha. But whatever, right? Like, uh, and because that is something that, like, uh, and I'm sure you also, as a critic, like, are very mindful of that. Like, you know, while thinking about like the structure of the piece and like uh, at at uh, and 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 trying to do justice to the film, you're also trying to tell viewer that look, this is me as a person, which could uh, uh, shape, which could have shaped my reaction to the film in this way. Now, now nobody knows, right? That like, what makes us drawn. Two certain kinds of films or like whatever. Yeah. So so anyway, but I but I didn't because I I just thought it it'll sound too cute and like too like oh look at me kind of yeah. a thing. Uh, so so I mean obviously now coming to your question, fuck man, this is like long form of a long form. <laughs> like an interest. So uh, <laughs> yeah, well, so uh, I think that's what happens in a lockdown when you haven't spoken to people in quite some time. <laughs> you just like <laughs> anyway. So. Uh, So it's very interesting, and I'll give you an example that you'll immediately resonate with. Like uh, when you uh, when you said that, like you know, does it also happen the other way around? That like you know, yeah, you, uh, you scrutinize something uh, even more when like you know, uh, uh, it's it's uh, it's so close to your life that like you know, whatever. I think it happens all the time. One of the reasons I really now don't hate me for it, Rahul, but I really do not like Tamasha. Is exactly <laughs> this reason. <laughs> so the whole Ranbir Kapoor track, right? Uh, about him quitting his job, like some kind of an engineer he is, or kuch bhi hai, like he's a he's a uh, does a nine to five, maybe he's an investment banker or whatever, right? Like now the thing is, I've also had like a a similar life. Like I I used to work at a job, like and like for like many many like months, like even like for a good two years, I was really frustrated, really like this kind of an anger was like. Was yeah. bubbling inside, and I've done some crazy things at my work uh, to get fired. <laughs> I can't can't even disclose a few of them, but like, it's just like whatever. <laughs> so, so when I see when I saw that now in Tamasha, and mm-hmm. when I thought that it's like you know really trying to tie in with like you know just finding your own self and like this really anguished, suppressed whatever. I mean, obviously I understood what Imtiaz is trying to do. I mean, I really appreciated Ranbir's acting and all of that, but I was like, boss. This is not how this shit happens. I mean, obviously, like, it'd be foolish to say that my experience of say quitting engineering to become like a writer is, or uh, uh, joining a creative field, so to speak, is the only human experience. Obviously not. But you know, मतलब I was like, यार तुम so uh, I just thought it was just way too simplistic and way too dumbed down, and I thought that you are trying to dilute the complexity and the terrifying. Uh, beauty of a certain life situation in mm. in order to reach an end that you've already thought of as a screenwriter or as a filmmaker in your head so that really ticked me off and for some reason and for that reason and i remember i saw it in 2005 like when it came to the 15 november and yeah. then i had it had only been two and a half years for me Like you know, and so like the whole thing of the uh, like the wounds or not wounds or like this kind of like uh, you know how you pull a bandage uh, bandaid over your like uh, scars or whatever like it still stings. I mean it wasn't stinging. I was very happy to leave my engineering job and all of that, but I, it 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 was very fresh in my memory. And so when I saw that like you know Ranbir Kapoor is doing this sort of like you know whatever like uh, uh, this. Um, too much of straight forwardness in like uh, uh, or like too much of simplistic nonsense in like uh, quitting your job to follow your dreams and things like that it just it ticked me off dude like it was just very weird i was like fuck off so <laughs> i think like <clears throat> it, it happens like uh, it happens uh, uh, both like it happens both ways that like you know i mean there are certain topics that you you, you get really drawn to and and there are certain things that You are, I think, equally repelled by, and like, why that happens, and all of that. I think it's it's really interesting. Obviously, I don't know, <laughs> but uh, but 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 I think uh, I think that's that. And like, you know, sometimes you feel that like, yeah, now somebody who's reading my review, like, let's say you're reading my review, you are not a critic yourself, you are like, whatever, he's this guy. I want to read his review, and I want to make up my mind about whether to watch Bree. And now you don't have like, uh, you haven't gone through an experience that I have, and things like that, and you read it, and you start watching the show, and you really hate it. You know, I'll feel bad for you that, like, you know, uh, yeah. that my review. And I've really thought about these things, like, quite uh, for 
फॉर सम एट सम लेंथ दैट लाइक यू नो आई मीन यार मैंने तुम्हें फालतू में दिखवा दिया ये चीज विच वॉज लाइक इट वॉज नॉट इन योर एली राइट लाइक बट देर आई ऑल्सो टेल माई सेल्फ दैट वॉट इज दी अदर वे देर इज नो अदर वे ना द अदर वे इज दैट लाइक आई डोंट राइट अबाउट वॉट आई फील बट दैट इज जस्ट बींग रियली डिजॉनेस्ट लाइक दैट इज द वर्स्ट फॉर्म ऑफ डिजॉनेस्टी इन एनी काइंड ऑफ राइटिंग लाइक लेटर लोन फिल्म क्रिटिसिजम सो बट इज रियली इंटरेस्ट इट्स रियली इंटरेस्टिंग यार की लाइक देर इज नो Uh, way out of it that like i think the only thing that we can do or we are supposed to do is respond to our own feelings and i think like when you read a person or when you read a critic or whatever i think like it's the sum total of everything i mean uh, there would be like several films where like uh, people would have read your review or my review or anybody's review for that matter and would have been like yaar ye to kuch bhi bol raha hai like you know whether it's a film that uh, we would have liked or not and things like that so anyway yeah no i'm i'm glad you mentioned that because uh, you know like the whole sum total thing because we know for a fact that there are a lot of you know writers reviewers critics uh, who sort of go out of their way to sort of separate the personal from the political and the personal from uh, talk only about the film talk don't talk about you know the the filmmaker and you know all these things are very sort of binary ways of like uh, sort of just shackling A, a a certain craft a certain art and uh, you know uh, of course i have a couple of things also to uh, mention first <clears throat> of all do you think breathe uh, into the shadows is more representative of you than tamasha <laughs> dude breathe has a serial killer i wouldn't like to say that like you know breathe the benefit of doubt ha You gave breathe the benefit of the doubt, but you didn't give Tamasha. Maybe if you watch Tamasha right now, you might just maybe you never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I mean, it's just like ah, uh, it's <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting, right? Like, so, so I mean, some a, a point that I forgot to add was that like, so I I saw Tamasha in fifteen November, and it's been four and a half years. I think I must have mentioned this to you some time ago or to some other yeah. friend. I don't remember. that i i do intend to watch tamasha like one of these days when i have like gained some distance from like whatever and i would just not because that like okay like whatever yeah. but uh, but just uh, in a sense just to know that how much of my feelings and uh, uh, and as a con- consequence of that i have myself changed over yeah. the last four and a half five years when i uh, when I, when i saw it so because you, i obviously know that it's not a dumb film but again like i i also remember being exceptionally pissed off yeah. <laughs> which yeah. doesn't happen that often i'm i'm low key pissed off <laughs> so yeah. I, i am not going to answer this question as tamasha is more representative <laughs> of me <laughs> or breathe because no matter uh, what the answer is i'm not going to come out looking good out of this and well <laughs> so yeah really be very interested to see how you respond to say a film like tamasha uh, now down the years because honestly like as i've mentioned it 100 times by now and all of you know that uh, even i didn't take to tamasha the first time and i didn't i wasn't yeah, even yeah. an engineer who quit to sort of who went through what ranbir kapoor went through in that film so i guess some films I, that's why i'd be interested to know your views on a film like that down the line or a film like tamasha even similar to that though there is honestly no film like that uh, you know very subtle plug there but uh, wow. i'm i'm sort uh. of um, I, i'm glad you sort of put breathe in that category and i totally respect that perspective uh, in the sense that you know where you're coming from the space you're coming from uh the gaze that you're looking at breathe from uh there is no right or wrong here there is which is why i wanted to have this conversation which is why i wanted to uh, know where you uh, you know the, your perspective your uh, opinion because and a lot of i hope a lot of listeners you know understand by now by listening to tanul and me talk about breathe which is uh, on the surface a simple show to discuss but it actually really is not in that sense and i hope a lot of listeners understand by now that um, you, you know there is a, a lot of grays in the fact that film criticism the way film criticism works the way writing works the way uh, any sort of art works there's a lot of grays and this entire duality of right or wrong or meta because you know av and j are also duality but even the whole sort of duality that right and wrong that has been drummed into our heads uh, till now doesn't really hold even when it comes to shows that are so obviously uh, a lot of people like me and say polomi or a lot of others who sort of immediately pan the show so easily can judge a show like that but there will always be 
a different perspective and one that you cannot dismiss by any stretch of imagination because i know i've been in this situation in the sense that i have been trying to sort of uh, and i don't know why we are in a position why we find ourselves sometimes in a position to want to defend films we love because the fact is i actually feel sorry for a lot of people who immediately dismiss a critic or dismiss a writer when when the writer does not align with their own opinion of it because that means they don't want to uh, you know immediately or directly engage with what you are trying to say and i feel like a good critic like say yourself uh, um would immediately just want to and there's a very very fine line between saying in a review that this is what i've gone through boss and i know what i'm talking about or this is what i've gone through boss and just hear me out you know and that i know yeah. what i'm talking about and this hear me out which is and the hear me out which is the good part was your breath review for me and your dears in the gear review for me uh, so and and it's so easy to cross onto that slight other side where you almost sound cocky about the fact that boss i've lost my father i've lost my parents i've lost my family yeah. so i know yeah. what i'm talking about do not bullshit me when i tell you this is a great film that deals with this this is a great yeah. film i could never and that is such a fine balance to get as a film critic and i think uh, i think it's really important and uh, uh, as you rightly mentioned you know i mean <clears throat> it's i think it's really important that like <clears throat> you're not talking down to anybody and yeah. we know that like you know uh, there are many people who do that like you know like yeah. uh, there are many people who dharma is that like you know whatever <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, so i think it's 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 really important to not be arrogant uh, at most times while writing a review i mean tweeting and all of that like you can do whatever but like but still i think it's really important to not be uh, not be condescending not sound like a, a know it all dick i'm sure i have i'm sure i have i'm sure you also have like you know whatever but like <clears throat> but 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 again like there also we are talking like uh, it's a uh, it's an entire gradation it's an entire spectrum like uh, talking about race 3 yeah well sure you know but like obviously uh, these things vary but uh, and uh, and and this thing like uh, uh is important like but i think uh because i mean nobody knows in a sense like nobody has like a the final word on anything right like even if a film that's panned by 100 people and if it's a there's a 101st person who says that just look uh this is what i saw in the film mm. i mean uh, that opinion has as much of a right to exist like you know i mean what is film criticism at the end of the day if you putting forward all your weight and might and analysis and understanding of cinema and like life and things like that whatever and and just kind of like either justifying uh, what you saw in the film or not you know i mean uh, these were these were my feelings and these are the reasons that substantiate those feelings i think at the end of the day it's just that and i think like it's really important for me uh, or like uh, i'm sure for any writer uh, for that matter to, to sort of like just be uh, cognizant of these things and uh, and again like yeah and and i think what genuinely ends up happening is that when something really touches you right and 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 this is where like i've seen it with me uh, especially that like see when something like uh, you don't like when something manages to tick you off for whatever reason i think then there is a solid chance that you can be cocky and as i said like you know i i have been i'm sure like you know whatever people hate me for that anyway blah blah blah, blah. like that's okay i mean but like uh, but with respect to breathe you know like uh, or i think with respect to anything that you really genuinely like or mm. at least parts of it uh, uh, even while seeing it uh, its flaws and things like that and again kind of sounds melodramatic really but fuck that i think love uh, a genuine affection tends to humble you yeah. that look like you know you you don't then you are not in this whole business of that like you know this whole muscular posturing of opinions that like bhai to dekh mere opinions or like you know whatever like uh, the the that uh, that you are an idiot for not uh, appreciating the art or in this or or things like that or this does like whatever i think then it's just about like this really private uh, 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 a negotiation with self about your own feelings about and then you grappling with it and 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 then you just trying to share it in like in the most clear eyed way possible like you know and that that look this was something that really touched me this was something that made me like uh, 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 made me reconnect with my roots or anything in 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 that way 
and this is how i see it and uh, you know i think i th i I, th I think uh, and and which is why i mean whenever i see anything like it's a movie or a, or a series or or anything for that matter i really mm. hope that it's good that yeah. like you know because when you i mean there are two things that happen when you see something that's good like it's obviously you feel good you like but the second is also like you don't sound like this kind of like a cocksure kind of like you know that mm. guy and, and 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 sometimes we know like the state of like in the cinema and all of that popular in the cinema mm. that uh, so so i have myself been like a little uneasy but sometimes again like uh, uh, you have to like uh, call it as you see it but like but again i would anyway take like a uh, Take a situation like this, I would say, where I'm like uh, batting for something that, or not even batting, just like uh, uh, putting forward my opinion that look, this is what I liked about it, and yeah, hmm. yeah. I mean, totally, as you put it, like as you know, contrary to a lot of opinions as to how film critics sort of operate and how we think, uh, you know, our love for. Uh, say be a character be a story be a movie be, you know it sort of trumps cynicism and that it comes to that at the end of the day it's a stronger emotion than cynicism which is why sort of you know uh, when you see one thing maybe one thing you love in a series or in a film compared to the 10 things you might hate in the film that one thing has more of a chance of sort of trumping those 10 things that you hate about it and that's how strong uh, uh, resonance is that's how strong sort of personal opinion personal emotions are when it comes to uh, our interaction with films and i think that's actually a great way to put it and that's that's a good way to sort of uh, even round up the episode and i love the fact that we we uh, you know we started talking about breathe and actually went on to a <laughs> to sort of a larger <laughs> conversation about uh, you know sort of doing what we do for a living and it's a very valid uh show to sort of uh put us into this space and i'm i'm you know i'm glad we discussed this and if you have anything i mean if you have anything else to say about the show uh i mean uh i can actually <laughs> talk a lot but i think like obviously like this chat has anyway uh, gotten like long but you know that just two two small things uh yeah. one is that i was really uh, myself surprised by my reaction to the show yeah in the sense how sustained and how involved it was and even uh, once it was done i was kind of in the world of that show for the next day or two actually i'm not kidding like i i i really i really was in it like you know just thinking about it and this really rarely happens and and i could at, at obviously at a formal uh, quote unquote detached objective level could see that boss this is not even good that good and you you have yourself written in the this thing that like you know and if you have to really like shrink like the goodness of the show for me as well i would say it's max like uh, like uh, in a cumulative way i would say like it's two to three episodes like if you uh, add up things that i cared right. for and like you know whatever hmm. but even then like and but then that's also like you know this whole thing of like how much you know yourself so so i i, I was very intrigued by that and i was actually like i felt good i was like uh, it's interesting that a piece of uh, fiction has done to me after long and mm -hmm. uh, uh, and the second point which really uh, heightened my curiosity about this is something i've always have had kind of like a quasi uh, academic interest in is how a quote and quote mediocre form of art or uh, or cinema uh, has something that is of a lot of value to like to you as a person to you as a critic or to you as a viewer like you know i mean say like a, a piece of popular cinema whatever which is looks really crappy or whatever but there are things in it for like even for say like 10 minutes or even for say like 5 minutes or 20 minutes or whatever and then it just suddenly shatters you and you are like fuck dude this is this is very intriguing but you also know that this is crappy but you also know that like there are parts of it that are large parts of it that just don't make sense they are just so mediocre and they are just so like whatever so i've i've always found that very fascinating and, and like after a long time actually breathe sort of gave me that experience wherein like you know like, i i i i can't even say this like you know in a in a mm. in a party or like what or or in a social setting that mm. there there were like uh, parts of breathe that were like just so fascinating people would be like what the fuck are you talking about uh, uh, something that i like to call the befikre uh, syndrome <laughs> that, and you would understand what i mean by that you know yeah.
I did <laughs> something I've also felt about Doom Three. I know this is hilarious, but there are parts of the movie that I found really poignant and profound, even. But anyway, maybe that's that's a chat that nobody, like monologue, nobody cares for, and rightly so. So yeah, that was it from me, Rahul. Yeah, no, no, that's that's lovely actually, and I like that you ended on Doom Three. Uh, for that matter, because I. <laughs> i'd love that our next conversation happens about say something uh, that i really sort of irrationally and dhoomdri also and dhoomdri also like it just struck me sorry i cut you ah, dhoomdri yeah. also i like this duality of identity if you if you notice yeah if i notice no it was very obvious <laughs> it was two twins <laughs> it was fine fine it was yeah, yeah yeah i forgot so... <laughs> So yeah, yeah, no, totally. I I hope the next time we sort of have a conversation, it's going to be about something like maybe I'm convincing you about Tamasha or another film that I loved, which are so many and that you hated because you know you're just such a hateful human being in general. What so, the hell? Do? <laughs> anyway, so, no, it's it's uh, lovely that we uh, had this chat. And for those who haven't watched Breathe. Uh, I mean, of course, those who haven't watched Breathe aren't listening to it. But those who have watched it, thanks for listening. And uh, Tanul and me hopefully will be back soon. Tanul, thanks a lot for joining me. Thank you for having me. Bye bye.